<coughs> How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Leak New York. Leak New York. Leak. How annoying is that? <laughs> How annoying. Which brown fox jumped over the lazy dog? <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Mantalk.ke. There we go, the jump shot. Welcome back to Mantalk.ke, uh, uh-huh. season 11. Uh, we are very excited to be back, sat here with our mics, with my boy, with the beautiful Beryl, the competent Beryl, the amazing Beryl behind the camera. Uh, it just feels right. It really <laughs> feels right. It's been a while. Um, as you can see, we're back in our home, back in our home, Kofisi. If you haven't known by now, this is a co-working space all around Nairobi. I think there's, they're opening a new one, but that's shh. But there's about six branches all scattered around. Um, you can yeah. register and then use the the social spaces to work. You can book offices as well. It's a fantastic investment for a business or you as an individual. So Kofisi, thank you for being our location and our family for all these seasons. Now, thank awesome. you, Kofisi. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We Kofisi. love you guys we love so you much. Deeply. Um, this episode is called Sorry for the Way, and we really are. Uh, but we're going to get into where we've been, why we've been. And as I said in the last intro, we'll justify um the time spent away from the mics yeah uh so i'm very excited to jump into it and i think we always say just as we kick off every episode how are you but i think i already know but it's for the people to know yeah. how we are and what we've been up to so oscar come how you doing how you doing buddy do you know what man oh, i'm beautiful <laughs> uh, I, cannot, I can't, I can't, that I response was a bit too uh, happy there we go wait, well, wait, yeah. we, we have to um, recharged you know <clears> like yeah we have to thank all of the fans also um, it's been 10 seasons in, ten seasons, um, 10 seasons of your love, 10 mm-hmm. seasons of your support. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for the mantra community, um, we wouldn't be here. Never would have made it. Okay. Without you. Okay. Okay. I As you can tell, what? Anthony Hamilton was around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, man, thank you so much to our fans for, for, for um, allowing us to sing on set. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> As you were doing your thank you, and I just interrupted. Carry on, please. <laughs> you can tell we're a bit rusty. Um, <laughs> um, but no, but like, thank you so much for supporting us, for giving us the love, for giving us the care. And we would not be here without you. It's been 10 beautiful seasons. Um, and we promise to add just as much, and if not more, value with each passing season, man. I think that this one, there's a new level. Yes. Eli always. and I have a lot. Of, I feel like there's a... Have, you have to, you have to. Every season we try and give you our very best. So thank yeah. you so much, guys. Yeah. yeah, And I don't know if we've ever, we've ever said this on Man Talk. Um, there's a presumption that we know what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> it's me, been going me, on me, for me, a very long time. Let me, let me be clear. Once <laughs> and for all. <laughs> we are just two young men, right? With perspectives. And we try to bring them on here so that we can stir conversations and have a positive impact. But it does not mean by any stretch of the imagination yes. that we are completely competent in every aspect of our lives. No. We are learning. We are both under 30. And um, we just wanted the platform so that we can start conversations, learn and interact with people that have similar minds and some that don't so we can reach conclusions. So whenever we do sit here and we chat and talk about something, we're not, we're not perfect. We're just guys. We're just guys. We're just guys with yeah. some mics. We're just guys with some we're, mics. We are, we're just podcasters. Yeah. Uh, um, no one here yeah. claims to want to start a religion, please. No, uh, for sure, for sure. No, we're yeah. young guys. Yes, yes. Towards the end of our 20s who yes. are just enjoying life and are trying to make a difference while we do that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the reason I've said that and disclosed that is because, and it links into where we've been, <laughs> we wanted to, uh, we wanted to, let me get context. <clears throat> You know, you can be so obsessed with your work or a product, and especially when your product is to do with life experience, that you forget to go and have those life experience. So you find yourself drawing from experiences way back when you are enjoying life. And that was a realization we kind of had, like, hmm, we're going back to back to back. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. But the last time I gave a story that was in the last, like, 12 months has been a while. Yeah. So we were like, okay, 10 seasons. Yeah. Let's, let's, the gas, let me just <clears throat> relax a bit. And go and experience and, you know, meet new people and do new things, travel to new places. And that's why we realized that the perception maybe is that, you know, we're just guys that go in the studio, go home, work, go to the studio, go home, work. So that's why I wanted to know we're just, we're just normal guys trying to enjoy life. That's where mm. that came from, that disclosure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, what have you been up to, man? On a more personal note, yes, um, personal. because I feel like uh, Eli has kind of... Mm highlighted the issue but mm. let me frame it in mm. a scenario that, that's clear and this will also give context to mm. what i've been up to mm-hmm. um during the season break as mr monda will well know um yes. i have had the privilege of being admitted to the courts of kenya uh i am now a judicial officer and advocate of the high court of kenya yes, yes. Uh, and the supreme court of kenya as well mm-hmm. um 
it is it is a big big honor to be part mm-hmm. of that i'm about to join the law society of kenya congratulations man thank you well deserved and uh in doing that we uh, saw a very very pertinent need it was an urgent yes, yes. an immediate need paramount uh, to celebrate yes. as hard <laughs> as we can Interesting choice um, yes. because uh um perhaps we'll i'll be disclosing that and you'll really see kind of the journey i've had to take for my career mm-hmm. um in this season so there are certain things you're going to see and learn about my career mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um the people in my life who've kind of given me that impact mm-hmm. um and we decided to go out and party now in the middle of all that mm-hmm. um as a very very dashing young lady yes seeing yes. that i was absolutely mm-hmm. off brand <laughs> Seeing that me and Eli were outside, yes, um, yes. stopped me and 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 she asked me, Oscar, but Oscar, but we, I didn't know you were fun. I didn't know you could mm-hmm. you could get crazy. Yeah. I didn't know you're a wild boy. Yes, yes. And I did tell her, Madam, I am a wild boy. Yes, this is correct. I am a crazy twenty <laughs> something <laughs> year old yeah. who just had to let loose. Yeah. And when we do that, when you see us outside, don't be afraid to come and say hi. Mm-hmm. We are actually quite approachable. Mm. Come have some fun with us. Yeah. Don't ask how we're having fun, mm. but come and have fun. I've had similar conversations and interactions where they're like, after interact with me, even if you're just bumping into me and chatting, they'll be like, "Oh, I thought you'd be way more either like reserved or serious." Yeah. And I think it's important to be multifaceted. So like here, we should have the ability to deep dive into a topic, go read about something, debate, and have a very progressive mindset. But you should also be able to just sit down. Have a coffee and laugh about silly things like exactly. stupid little puns, wordplay. Like you can still be that guy at the same time. So yeah, I'm really glad we've got that message across. Yeah, be anything in life, but anything. don't be boring. There we go. Don't there be boring. We go. Be anything. You need stories. Yeah, don't be boring. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how's your how's it been? Um, being a bit more out there, being a bit more like you know, going to more social uh, engagements, etc. How's that been for you? Have you learned anything from? Mm. First of all, I've learned a lot about myself. Uh-huh, really? Yeah, man. Like, uh, I feel, I think the podcast has really allowed me to have a wealth of perspective. And the individuals you've met in this podcast, mm. all people who have interesting lives and um, who have a perspective that's very different from mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And being more out there in terms of showing up for events, being more social has allowed me to meet new people and mm-hmm. new perspectives and fresh perspectives that I think I'll be able to bring to the podcast now oh. that really, mm-hmm. really slap. Yeah. Um, and it's just been such an honor to meet guys who love Mount Talk, love what we do, mm-hmm. whether they're in the professional space, whether they're in, you know, just school, university, saying mm-hmm. that we add value in some way to their mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. I think that's really been refreshing to kind of experience because I feel like, you know, we might be here shooting back to back to back episodes, then at the same time, um we're also like trying to get ahead in our professional lives mm, mm. then at the same time we have family and social gatherings to show up to that mm. are more intimate to us but going out into a society that's a bit more general mm. um really really like opened my eyes to the impact and the work that we continue to do and it's been such an honor to everyone that have shake you know who's shared the story with me shook hands with mm. um it's been such an honor man just yeah, to yeah, receive yeah. that respect man mm. and to give it back You know it's crazy there's when we look at our analytics and when we look at comments and people that join the live the usernames you see um and even the perception of some guys about the program is that it's very much a large women audience which is the case on some platforms yeah. but um there's a difference and I always say this when I see somebody physically that's talked about man talk I'm like it's so interesting to see a physical human oh my God, that yeah. sits down and watches and beyond that, the numbers exactly and that physical human sometimes is not what you expect yeah like the biggest demographic that shocked me is like big rugby guys come out to me and be like hey bro twice the size of me hey yes thank you for what you're doing on man talk like i'm really glad i listened to this episode and it really brought me to tears and i'm like huh yeah like just the guys that typically you'd probably cross the street because they're just massive yeah guys like the you know just alpha males like they're really watching and extracting value yeah which is ju- it's like that's the most rewarding thing because it's expected that you'll meet a young lady that says oh i love what you're doing i've showed my young brother etc but to meet like huge guys that you don't think would give you the time yeah, of day oh to talk about masculinity which is going to be a topic later on in the season is it's extremely rewarding so yeah. um we've basically we're saying we've been outside interacting with people and it's been phenomenal which is why yeah. we've not been here yeah so yeah so shout out to yeah. everyone there's a conversation yeah. that comes to mind now that you've mentioned mm-hmm. um the alpha male stereotype mm-hmm. you know the big guys who are doing mm-hmm. things with their lives mm-hmm. um 
I I have uh, I have uh, there's a friend of mine who um, I don't I don't think he's comfortable me sharing his name, but he he recently gra- graduated Cambridge, and we were having lunch with him and his friend from primary school, who's running now. Him, he's comfortable with me sharing his name. His name is Ian Minjira. He's founded um, Melanin Capital, and I told you I was going to have lunch with him. Mm. And the shock you can imagine these are guys who are like one is a Cambridge gradu- graduate, mm. and the other is like. Um, a founder of an award-winning startup, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and them sitting down with me and telling me, "Oh my God, what you're doing! Like, we see the value, we see the impact." Mm. I was so shocked because, yeah. like, you know, like I was like, yeah. "Bro, like, I just start, I just it's a, it's a it's a media company, yes, yeah. and it's a podcast." But like the shock of the shock of seeing that it's turned into a debate around what it means to be a man in modern society today, mm. what it means to add value in yeah. society as an African person. Yeah. Like that conversation and just them drawing linkages with their real life and mm. what they do on a daily basis. Mm. Man, me for me, that was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. And these are people I really admire, like yeah. really, yeah. really admire, really like listen mm. when they speak and really mm. kind of take a lot from their perspective. Um, yeah. 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 And yeah, man, like when you meet people of substance, um, who are like giving you respect because of the work you do as a guy there's nothing mm. more gratifying 100% 100% there's nothing more gratifying even cliff um with the mm. last season pocket gym yeah like that episode man like these mm. are men doing things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that was like yeah. huge for, huge for us and that's why Eli and I probably sat down and took time to go okay if mantok is what we are seeing mm-hmm. then how can we add value to even these people even yeah. these ones who are doing in their uh, mid 30s or late 20s who are doing really impactful things in their life how can mm. we make this product essential like highlight the work that they do mm. so that people behind us can look at us and go um people who are like in the path in the generation behind us can look at us and the people who we are kind of bringing on the podcast and go hey yo that's inspirational i mm. want to be like a b c or c you know mm, mm, or D. Yeah. yeah one of the one of the calls was like making that gap between being able to bring someone that maybe wouldn't be able to have a conversation with a younger guy. Um, but I think one of the things I've learned from this whole experience in interacting, similar to what you've just said, is that, you know, when you have an idea because there's something bugging you at the back of your mind, like man talk, a similar thing for, for me and you was like, I think there's people out there that want to have conversations. But you don't know that, but you just think there must be like-minded people. Yeah. And then you just put it out there and you try. Yeah. And after, you know, hurdles, you will find the people that will be receptive. It's not just a podcast. If it's a product, if it's like a service, there's going to always be somebody that has been thinking that and have been waiting for you maybe to implement it. Yeah. So like, you know, the idea of just going for it and just jumping and making mistakes, I think it's really key. That's what I've seen. Because yeah. now looking at somebody and I'm like, the thing I thought about and we thought about like back in like 2019, the audience that I predicted is different, but they're still receptive. That's been yeah. That's been incredible. So just, just, if you want to make shoes, Somebody needs shoes. Like, yeah. just just take the risk, man. Because yeah, yeah, it's been very rewarding. Yeah. Very rewarding. So what what experience? Mm. What do you think? What like experience outside of like Mantok and the production that we do? Have you had in the past like two months, three months since you've mm. been busy, buddy? <laughs> um, <laughs> that you yeah. know it really like highlighted the work that you've been doing so far, buddy. Um, mm, that highlighted the work. I think I'll just talk about the experiences now. Try if I can link it back to how, yeah. it, how yeah. it relates to the work. Um, for me, uh. I've been sort of reconnecting with some of my buddies uh, that I haven't seen for a while, uh, having experiences with some of them. You know, I've done a little mm. bit, a little bit of travel. You don't say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been, I, I've been, I linked up with some of my old buddies, um, which was very refreshing. It's really nice to like go back, recenter, and I kind of went back to like how I was in my early twenties for a protracted amount of time. Early twenties, most of the stories you said on Man Talk are from back there when Europe was a bit more, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's be careless. Let's go. So one of my uh, best friends in the world uh, was get, is getting married um, in a few weeks. So we had his uh, sort of pre-party. So we, we traveled. And one of the things that I realized is that I really missed that ignorance of youth and that lack of responsibility and that I don't have to wake up at a certain time. Um, and in, go- in going away and um, experiencing that again, it reminded me how important it is. I know we've had uh, George in the podcast and last October during my birthday, we had this realization to a certain degree, which was work-life balance. And we went on that birthday trip, right? It's coming up to a year now, crazy. And he's someone that always preaches work-life balance. And I think we implemented it a little bit, me personally, but now going to the far extreme being like, we can really just enjoy for 10 days and just not care. That's now going to be going forward. That lesson I've learned is 
work is not always going to be the most paramount thing that I do. Um, it gets expensive and it gets a bit silly, but I think it's really, really key. That's the one thing that I've taken away from the time off. Um, the only, do you know what I would say though? The downside of taking time off, right? So I don't know if, about you, but especially when you've got a pod like this, you want to always be doing something that's um, either self-development or something that's adding value to you just alongside everything else you're doing in life. If it's reading a book, if it's listening to certain podcasts. However, in the last few weeks, I've last, maybe like last month, I've not done any self-development. I'll be honest, zero, zero. And I've felt a little bit like there is still something missing. So I think it's now striking the balance because I think it's really key to whatever you're doing, there's still something you're learning. Because I think you go, you go for your whole life from like what, eight years old to like early 20s in formal education. Every day you're learning something. But when you sort of step outside of that and you're now in the real world and you're trying to make money, sometimes when you're making money, you're not learning anything. Yeah. You're just focused on yeah. making money. Especially if it's like business, you're like, I'm not learning anything new. I'm just trying to replicate and increase revenue, right? But, um, and you've been out of formal education or learning for a while. So there is that gap that you feel like, yes, okay, I'm spending all my time here. I work, I finish work, then I'm watching Netflix. It mm. was, I started to lack that, like at the end of the day, there's something new that I've learned. And I think it builds up because over time, I was like, this is fantastic. Netflix this is fantastic. Netflix. We've recently had the elections where basically no one's replying to emails. So my day was just for like four or five days. And Beryl was saying the same thing. Like after a while, you feel like something's wrong. Like you're doing something where you feel guilty. Um, so that's the downside of having time off. And since then now, even as I knew we're building up to this season for the past, like I'd say week to 10 days, I've now gone back to that, at least extracting value from some literature or something that I can one, bring on the podcast, two, implement in my life, and three, just chat with my friends about. Um, the other thing that I've done is I've started therapy. I know we said that in season, was it season, two seasons ago? Yeah. I said I wanted to start therapy. Uh, I found out some stuff, found out some uh, interesting stuff uh, that was shocking. I think um, a lot of the time, even when we're on here and chatting with each other, there's only so far somebody that knows you and has love for you can take you when it comes to learning about yourself because it's going to be biased and from a place of love but going into therapy and i encourage everyone to do so is ruthless uh, oh it's just like <laughs> they just they just say this is facts boom 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 and you're like oh yeah you're not you're not wrong and then you start to like backtrack and think okay this is how we got here so that's been interesting um i started i started it and then when i went to when i went on my trip uh, i've not gone back since i got back so i'm starting again um as of next week but that was that was interesting that was interesting and I basically, the one lesson I learned, I've learned so far from therapy, it's an ongoing thing, is a lot of the things that I thought were strengths were weaknesses in, in my life. So that's been, it's been very interesting. Yeah, some of the things I thought were strengths was weaknesses. Um, I hope you will share that with us in a distilled version. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, in about 20 minutes, I've been on the conversation now. <laughs> Shall I just say it, share now? Yeah, go ahead, share? Go ahead. Basically, uh, it was literally linked to that sentence. What I've discovered, what we discovered, um, is that a lot of the time I have a problem with associating weakness with myself that's what i've learned in the last few months like i've always thought no strength 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 no uh positive like and it can sometimes be a bad thing because you don't allow room for number one that uh vulnerability of i am weak like and accepting i can mess up that was huge i was like you're not you're not wrong because there was a certain thing that happened you're familiar with it that happened in my life and i thought wait a minute the moral um the moral standing i have for myself versus the action i've just done doesn't equate mm. and now to look at myself in that light as someone that had weakness someone that can mess up was was horrible and that mm. kind of spiraled me we had the conversation mm. so being like, okay with being like you messed up and that's okay and you might mess up again and you might mess up yeah. again and, and, you, and you might do it again until you, you figure it, again. it out yeah yeah so that's was that was really yeah that was really telling that was like you know when you get slapped you know when you jump in water and it's freezing cold. Yeah. It was exactly and like you have that. nothing on. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> zero. Just as, as in that. As, like the scuba diving. <laughs> so just, just, it just slapped me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. But um, so yeah, we're working on developing myself and yeah. having a better relationship with weakness and failure. Self-awareness yeah. is a gift, buddy. And yeah. you, you have it, you have that. Like yeah. that ability yeah. to self-analyze and to say this is a, an apparent weakness. And yeah. Yeah. it's not just, um, if you, if you see yourself as being an excessively virtued, like oh. like the highest form of virtue becomes yourself and you tell yourself that 
I am on this moral high ground, mm. then you will begin to punish yourself. Yeah, that was the thing. Punishing yeah. myself was very yeah. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need, yeah. You're, you're cool. Yeah, you're, you're I'm right. I. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, right. yeah, I'm yeah, right. yeah, I'm right. yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, that's that's what I've learned, buddy. Uh, in the last, I'd say four to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll get into Barcelona later on in the episode. Yeah, we, yeah. Will, we will, we will, we will. We'll jump into that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you, man? What have you discovered? What what journeys have you been on? With who? So, <laughs> sorry, that was that was unprovoked. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was unprovoked. That was no. Ah, uh, yeah, I've been a busy boy. Busy, uh, <laughs> busy. These past few uh, weeks, but I think the 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 one that's really like opened my eyes is just looking at the business side of Man Talk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and taking in everything we've done, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and now it becomes, okay, we need to make this consistent um, mm-hmm. and we need to make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the interviews we've done, looking at the lives that we've touched and presenting that information mm-hmm. to, you know, brands, mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. who might not necessarily even be aware of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think that was really like, it was a huge revelation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're in the middle of the cyclone, yeah. Yeah, when you're in the middle of the storm, yeah. you think everyone knows what you're doing. It's like, yeah. ah, you guys are a bit of a big deal. Yeah. Or you're taking it to... Nah, 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 nah. When mm. you meet, when you're sitting in a boardroom with mm. someone and you're mm. pitching your mm. podcast, mm. Um, they just look at you as, okay, let's distill everything into mm. something. How do you add value for us? Mm-hmm. How does a partnership with you create value for us? Mm. And how do we... How do you how do we leverage each other's mm. impact mm. to take each other to the next level? And I think those conversations were really painful, mm-hmm. really difficult. Yeah. Um, and even our business relationships, it got to a point that sometimes we had mm. to like crack the whip on a few things. Yeah. 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 And and learning from that, I think um, you know, it's I've learned that my career can really be very important when it comes to um building a business like Mantalk mm-hmm. um, or Revgen or a media company. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who might not know me and Eli own um, a media company that runs um, the Mantok brand. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of giving that company ethos uh, mm-hmm. and giving that company kind of a vision mm-hmm. to create content like what we create mm-hmm. and taking us to the next level has mm-hmm. been something that I think was a huge, huge challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And thank God I have a partner who thinks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was, I think that was one of the, the, the lessons that were fantastic. Um, the other one was... Yeah, being able to communicate a vision, um, that was a lesson. Being mm. able to communicate a vision, put everything together and actually say, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to achieve. This mm. is the next level. Mm. We have this amazing community. How can we add more value to them? Yeah. Um, then the second thing that really um, I grew from um, came from my team. Um, there were things, you know, I didn't think about. Um, mm. Mm. And, you know, because I'm very execution oriented. So I kind of had to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that, you know, you work with people mm-hmm. and you grow from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to learn how to, you know, resolve conflict and to stop and pay attention to what is being said to you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when you're constantly executing, mm-hmm. your mind is always episodes, episodes, episodes. You know, you're not thinking, okay, how will this affect how this person feels or thinks? And it might even be your own people you genuinely care about. And I think that was a big lesson for me for like yo, don't be too execution oriented. Mm, like yeah. you might be, you might have that corporate mindset, mm. but when you're managing and mm. when you run an organization, it's about stopping to pay attention to the person's perspective and the people's perspective. Mm. And it's not about mm. like getting a goal done, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the most effective thing in business is the human element. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And we and it, and it keeps being said, but mm. trust me, you you learn. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was another very crucial lesson mm-hmm. um personal life no career wise also um i think i can now make the announcement there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i'll be heading to do my masters in law and finance um at queen mary university of london so that mm-hmm. starts uh september mm-hmm. so we are um as a team trying to kind of see how we can run the podcast from these different locations and how we can continue to give the audience value mm-hmm. even when um i'm going through my studies and mm. with eli with that period of separation we've done it before yeah but now it'll be a bit more complicated mm. um mm. so kind of thinking about relocating yeah yeah is a big like is a nightmare yeah yeah <laughs> it's a yeah. nightmare the visa mm. the filling forms yeah they're yeah. looking for where you'll stay yeah. there okay this is cost material and also the fact that you know that you're not going to be getting a paycheck from an office. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're not going to be working with the firm anymore. Mm. You're not going to be doing projects. You mm. have to take time off of your career. Mm. I want to ask you a question about that because yeah. I, I kind of, I've been watching this from the sidelines, actually kind of in the eye of the storm with you in yeah. some respects. Um, I want to talk about serendipity with that aspect of your life because I think it's very encouraging taking a bet on yourself, making hard decisions and going against the grain, even when um, somebody that would you typically get advice from says, mm, I don't think you should, but saying no, I'm betting on myself and then coming back to people with the result and saying, look what happens when I bet on myself and how everything, I think in one week, can all fall in place in place <laughs> based on bets you took months ago. Yeah. I think that would give such good value to young guys and just guys in general on here. Yeah. That that feeling that's being scared but still doing it. Like yeah. how's that been for you, bro? And how rewarding was it when it all came, came fell into place? Yeah. 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 So for everyone who doesn't know, so um there's a reason why I'm joining the bar now. Um when I was when I was much younger, I chose to do the law school a year later. Um, but we didn't expect that to be a pandemic, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. So um, I postponed my, you know, our bar exams, uh, me, join, me going to law school to uh -huh. go and work for a tech company because the opportunity was larger. Uh -huh. And um, when, you know, when you go to law school, there's obviously you, you expect, okay, it's just going to be a run through one year, quick thing. You've uh -huh. been good academically, but you don't know uh -huh. that there are certain hurdles that come with yeah. Join, doing a national exam yeah. that you you for you you know you you're used to standardized papers you're mm. used to hey let's do this thing let's turn mm. it around as quickly as possible mm. um so you know that led to a huge delay in the timelines mm -hmm. um of my career um and then going through that then working in a law firm where you're adding value every week and you're used to a certain routine mm -hmm. but here you have a passion project mm -hmm. which is man talk mm -hmm. um and you have to sit down and look at that decision you're like okay if I continue mm. down this path, mm. I might not be able to reap these benefits. Mm. If I continue down the path of a career in law, mm. um, doing A, B, C, D, mm. and following the path that's beaten, then I don't think that this little thing that I'm good at, this mm. passion project of mine, and this entrepreneurship muscle of mine mm. will ever be flexed because I will be latched on mm -hmm. You know, to mm -hmm. a certain, it's like a train. Like yeah. you're latch, you have to hold on yeah. until it takes you to that place. You know, yeah. partner, na na na. And like, I had to, and Eli knows this. I had to take a big bet on myself, even going against my mm -hmm. some of my mentors who are like, so you're going to take a break from your mm -hmm. career so that mm -hmm. you can get into media. Are mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Is it something you mm -hmm. can even do? Mm -hmm. um, and Eli saw the struggle. Um, yeah. It was, it was, it was a really tough, tough time. But Oh. At the same time, um, I'm not afraid of change. And oh. I honestly believe that we are in times in our life where if you don't show, like I always say, don't let the world tell you who you are. Oh. You have to tell the world who you are oh. because you're the one with the vision. You're the one oh. who holds it. You're the one who sees oh. down the road, like what's going to pay off and what oh. betting on yourself, the payoff will come at some point. Oh. That's exactly what I did um, those months ago. Um, oh. And everything came together. I got sworn in the same week. Oh. Visa applications were done the day before. Yeah. The day before yeah. I got sworn in is when the visa applications were going through. Yeah. Um, managed to get housing in London oh. despite the expense. Oh. Um, and joined a course that I honestly think is going to take not just me, but also everything that I do oh. to the next level. Oh. Because, you know, um, I've always had a passion for finance and business. Oh. And I really wanted to make sure that even if I'm doing a course, it has to be a cost that merges the two, that merges my ability to do law, but also speaks to the business and entrepreneurship side mm. that I've kind of discovered and want to nurture. Mm. And finding that right cost at the right time mm. Mm. with the right people, then mm. Mantok obviously at that time is mm. now back. Yeah, yeah. So it was a huge, huge thing. And I, I encourage everyone to just like, especially like if you're in the legal profession, I know um, it can be frustrating because mm. we that profession does not, in Kenya especially, Mm. It does not prioritize youth development. It doesn't prioritize professions in Kenya. Don't necessarily prioritize youth development. You're expected to stay small until one day you're big. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
don't take advantage of the opportunities that are around you mm. build a team that you believe in and mm. believe in yourself despite mm. what the mentors say mm. because in the end they'll end up admiring you mm. Mm. despite yeah. what the mentors say that's so key because yeah. everyone's advice can only be drawn from their own life experience yeah and there's no one else that's your age born that date living in 2022 with the same technology and same ideas exactly so there's never the beaten yeah. path i hate it exactly because it's beaten for a reason right exactly. that's, that's cool i i don't equate it to fear but it's it's that kind of predictability to that some exactly people, if you don't have and i say this to my sister all the time it's a good thing being frustrated i always think it's a good thing if you're in a situation where you're like i can see there's so much but there's so much bigger things and you're frustrated there don't look at that as oh i'm going to be now miserable yeah. like taking that jump especially when you're our age is one of the best things the same situation i think we will literally start over there we shoot in the same room just different areas <laughs> um, a few seasons ago when i was saying about taking that bet to just during mid covid come back yeah. to kenya and do the pod it's like against everyone that's talking to me and saying no just stay here i said i've said this in the past episode save up get a house here rent it out and go back like that was the beaten path the very logical path but taking that jump and being like there's only one Eli there's only one Oscar that is living right now no. like mm. and okay you fail so what's the worst thing exactly. that can happen yeah. yeah yeah so taking that bet is how did you get over the fear of the unknown though me like Eli and I always tell you this mm. if there's one thing I'm always cautious of and it's not just advice from others but advice to myself is mm. I always note advice that comes from a place of fear mm. and advice that comes from a place of power I mm. always tell you mm. like mm. be very cautious mm. even with relationships and people mm. when you see someone move mm. in a way that's fearful mm. it's not a place of power it's not a place that mm. I have conquered these things that I fear yeah. and I want to dominate over them because mm. of who I am as a person and my own self awareness mm. Mm. Whenever I see that even in myself I always check myself because it was like okay Oscar you have this career that's really thriving you're working for a top tier place na 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 but there's another level you can get to how do you get to that next level mm. and for me it was like mantok is not a liability mm. it is an asset mm. Mm. you got what i mean mm. like if you go and meet people who uh, want to invest in you in the forms of scholarships um, endowment funds um opportunities to sit on boards when they sit down and look at mantok it speaks to your character it's like mm. yo you actually have built something mm. that's valuable and mm. something that's adding value to people mm. and if you look at um your career if you do what nine all currently in Kenya there's around 18,000 lawyers there's going to be mm. another thousand that come in mm. if you do everything that all these 18,000 lawyers are doing mm. then that one oscar that differentiating mm-hmm. factor yeah. from mantok mm. is lost it like diminishes that fire diminishes every year every year in, every yeah, year you're yeah. stuck in this place where mm. Um, is really good of mm. course but mm. at the same time it's not reflective of the value you really can bring to the table mm. it's going to take away from you and mm. time waits for nobody in fact time is always your enemy mm. time is your biggest enemy because if you spend too much time thinking if mm. you spend too much time worrying mm. time doesn't the sun will rise in the east and set in the west and before you know what you're 35 mm. you have a mortgage you have a wife and kids mm. and you're like angry and miserable you're going yeah. through a midlife crisis mm. but mm. if you go through it now mm. and you go and you say okay turns out i'm good at 1 2 3 how do i make this aspect of oscar mm. you know be part of the main dish like rice and no not rice beans and maize mm. can exist on the same plate yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. podcasting and yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and a legal career mm. can still mm. you know see, you being an entrepreneur and you being um focused on sustainable development mm. can also be on the same plate. Yeah. Facts, so figure facts. it out like and that's and that's how I when I, that's how I conquer the unknown it's that thing where I look at the situation and I'm like this is not a liability it mm. is productive. Mm. And to look at yourself as one thing is an extremely reductive argument about mm. who you really are as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's a very valuable lesson. Take 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 the risk, man. Take the risk. Take, yeah. Take the risk. Jump. Yeah. Jump. Yeah. You'll be shocked. Mm. You'll find uh, amazing things. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> fantastic things. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um okay, okay. Yeah, I have uh, a question for you oh, as, as well. Oh gosh. Uh, um, I was going to. Yep. So so yeah, so uh you currently are doing in the market. Mm-hmm. and i'm seeing it grow strength by strength mm-hmm. and you've said that uh, it's not helping in your personal development as much but we personally have seen you kind of embrace it and really grow with it um what's your vision now um um for insta market mm-hmm. um, because i've gone to all of them as, uh, in the past few months and i've just seen the growth what's your vision for insta market and 
what do you believe in for those entrepreneurs who consistently like show up for your mm. for your mm. gigs there's a there's there's a if you don't know i run a, a event called the insta market it's in my bio um basically for context if you're new um started three years ago we just celebrated our three-year mark there it and, is yeah there we go come it's on a little flex um and uh, it's something i founded with me and my sister um and it kind of happened by accident right so yeah. again taking a bet um so now i've go back to some episodes i've talked about it how it, how it came about but the ethos of the whole um events company uh, which is market media is that similar to man talk is providing value so whenever i'm asked like how do i want to grow the market etc 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 for me it would be arrogant of me to want to just grow the market so i have a bigger market um for me it's if i grow it it's because it benefits the vendors right so the only growth that i want to see is based on feedback and impact for them so i can say yeah i want like um i want to make more money from it i want to go to bigger venues and um perfect example is typically when you run an event like this you'd say i want to book an act to come and perform so people come in however that would benefit me it wouldn't benefit the vendors so when i'm thinking about growth me and my sister it's what is the core of it the core is that we want people to come and attend and buy and these small businesses network and make more money the way to do that is not to bring in a big band because we've tried this similar thing in the in the past where you bring them in and the focus goes the away band, from yeah. the the vendors to the band so that would be selfish for me to be like i want to grow it and start having acts so that's something like ux the way that we want to grow at the moment is um giving more tangible value and access to networks and individuals that can take all of these vendors because i think our database is over a thousand coming to like one five now how can we get these guys to the next level of their businesses because the way it came about was so beautiful because it was meant to be just one or two people selling myself and some influencer friends but when we announced it we had a, a flow of young people with businesses saying okay i can see there'll be value on this day because x and y is coming and it's going to be an audience and i want to sell my product so as it's evolved we've seen people come for three years straight every month yeah, every month yeah, three years yeah. straight um and every time mm-hmm. they've made profit every time they've networked every time they're growing either their page or their business in general so um going forward as much as yes i want the event to be bigger i still don't want to lose that essence of coming to a market and spending money and to do that you have to actually cap yourself as to how large you want this sort of thing to grow if it does grow it'll be the exact same format just everything slightly high quality higher quality venues high quality um equipment tents etc but insta market will always be somewhere where young people go they older people they go and they spend money and find new brands so at the moment we're collaborating i'm not going to say yes because we've not we've not announced it yet but we're collaborating with um people that are very much part of the culture and they're also in the in the selling space right they have products that they can sell and we're trying to merge that you know that um it's going to be so obvious who they are if i say it but merging that the, the music the street style the young nairobi kid merging that into the event so that we now bring that audience and now discovers the sort of brand so it's very much youth oriented um and it's going to continue to be but the vision is just to keep the same model just more vendors help more people because i think that's the key and um another branch we're doing is now it's going to be more like digital so having um having a more digital presence whereby we can offer um other courses or again the access but on a digital level on social media etc so we've got some partners for that so insta market is basically going to expand to digital and just grow but the same core um vision so that's thank that's you mr ceo that's what we're that's what we're doing so i encourage everyone man to to yeah. attend uh, 10 insta market shameless plug cheese yeah but it's it's been bro like it's It's been yeah we had a lot of fun. Huh? I it's have a lot of fun with those events. I paint. Yeah. After yeah. I paint I'm yeah. like okay cake. Yeah. Get okay, cake. Yeah. Then after that I'm like I need a shot for the season. Exactly. Shot. This is bought in an Insta market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man like um I think mm. it's bro what you're doing with that like I, mm. you might not see it but it's really playing a part into who you are even mm. like how you speak and say your focus isn't necessarily on your own mm. wealth. Mm. Uh one of the lessons that I learned hanging out with you at Insta market was business is not about money it's about value. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Money yeah. will come. Money will money come. Will always money come. will always come. Yeah, But yeah. it's like business is about value. It's mm. about that vendor selling more than they did last, last month. Time. Exactly. Yeah, and like tracking that mm. and sweating the small details. Mm. And even shout out to your team man, like 
that's been a big thing. Delegating yeah. I, um, has been tough, bro. Like, yeah. I like to have every, hands everywhere, but yeah. that's been like, um, for con it's been three, only in the last four months we've had hired anyone. And for maybe a year and a half to two years, my sister was in uni. So Insta Market for, I want to say 60% has been like me, like doing on the ground, marketing, um, going to venues, uh, registering vendors, checking on vendors, getting feedback. So now <clears throat> distributing that um, has been, oh, it's been amazing because I can enjoy it now. Exactly. Yeah, because so, yeah, yeah. I noticed that, you know, this time I'm seeing you with your shades. Yeah, chilling. You know, just chilling in his Mercedes-Benz hat. Just relaxing. Yeah, and then... Yeah. Like your team takes such good care of everyone, mm. man, and and mm. they they deserve a shout out, man. One hundred percent, my shout team is yeah. sensational. Sure. What I want to see, the shot I've noticed, mm. and this is for the for the mandem. What I've noticed in doing this thing for three years, I've said there's about maybe one thousand five hundred businesses, one thousand four hundred fifty are women. There it is, guys. Like, I, and even when it came to so perfect example, perfect example. This is for young. This is I'm not being mean. I'm trying to be very practical, right? I put out an application for people to come and join the team, right? Uh, this was for a social media manager. We got hundreds of applications and we narrowed it down to, I think, 10 people that we wanted. Yeah. Uh, not one male made the shortlist. Not one male. And that was not because... It and, was objective. It was objective. Yeah. And I wanted, I had way more leeway. But from the quality of application, from the follow-up, from the response time, it's like, I can't even fathom you being on the team and me having to... WhatsApp your email you and something doesn't get done in the application phase. A perfect example, like if you're applying for a job is following basic instructions. So you set, put this as your subject title, put this, we don't want to see a CV, want to see a portfolio of this type of work. Like on the back end, if you're just for young guys, if you're ever, if you're ever applying, you're not going to get to even the response stage if the subject line is wrong. If they've said 20 characters, this or this, just follow things meticulously to the point and you're going to actually get the attention of somebody because mm -hmm. I really saw the vast difference between men and women when it came to applying for this role, man. And it was, I was really upset. I, genuinely, I was upset. Like, there's no male that can that can join the team. So I really want, I want to see more guys um, being more attention to detail when they're applying for things and applying themselves. And also in a business sense, man, like in three years, we've had like 50 male vendors. That's it's that's, that's shocking, it's really isn't it? Shocking. Like, I noticed. Yeah. I know that's why I've taken the conversation there yeah. also because, like, I noticed that um, majority of the vendors were there are female. Mm. But like, is it that because of you use social media as a platform to like um, uh, what is it, recruit vendors, mm. or mm. is it that these businesses legitimately do not exist? Or the majority of the businesses are women led, whether it's within and or without social media. So the demographic that's aware of the market is is 50-50. Okay. So maybe slightly tipped towards women, but it's not that vast because the attendees that will come and be photographers mm -hmm. are all men. Ah, there we go. So I don't know what conclusion that is, but when you put out the photographers, that is also also free for them to come. Maybe that's a factor. The guys, actually guys as gender will come. like, And they'll come with their group, their friends. Um, but if we're talking about shoppers, if we're talking about people um, selling and buying, it's women, man. Like, it's women. The guys will come, they'll take their photos, and we love them. They're very creative. It's amazing. But I don't see them spending as much money, and it's a free event for them. And they'll come take pictures, but it's like, okay, you've networked, but have you, what actual value have you extracted from the market apart from taking pictures? But then if you talk to a lady, this is just an example. I chat to a lady at the end of the market. She's been coming to uh, about three or four. I'm like, oh, how much have you made this time? 60K. In like how many hours? And she's selling, I don't know if I'm not wearing, she sells like rings and jewelry. And I'm like, you've made 60 bags in the same time that it's taken like some guys to just come, hang, chill, take pictures. Do you see the difference in like no, the see, six hours spent? So um, I'd just like to see more guys come up to me and saying like, yo, I've made this much in one day. That's that's all I want to see, man. That's yeah. actually crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so it's been... Because the mm. what you're saying is that the statistical return for if on Insta Market on your socials is they, they have the same numbers in terms of exposure let's say it's 45 percent women yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 no 45 men 55 women mm. those numbers are not reflected in sales in, mm -hmm. and they're not reflected in mm. vendors yeah then mm. it means that mm. there's there's something we don't understand in between yeah i don't know if it's i don't know if it's initiative because i don't want to put that on guys i don't know what it is but there's definitely there's something i want to dive into maybe guys can let us know why you think that's yeah. the case um maybe it's that get up and go Type or, or is it that men don't like that um, 
point of sale kind mm. of face to face sales or <laughs> they prefer more mm. um i'd say would i say technical mm. like would it be a technical inclination in terms of career because that's a very mm. that they are more inclined towards the photography the technical aspect mm. or you know uh, organizing the tents something yeah, like that yeah yeah mm. i think um Rather i think the, the women have what i've seen maybe they have more foresight that let me invest in this table let me take a risk take a, if I, i have not been to the event before let me yeah. take a risk invest in this table go be proactive get stock and then come and see how it goes but Eli, are you saying that yeah. women are more risk when it, i think i than think men now hey that's a very that's, that's what i'm saying it's a very interesting I, I don't know if it's i think it's just just generally proactive perfect example right so some of the times if you call into the market i'll pick up right if mm. it's the work number and and again i'm not putting us us guys down but a woman will call the market and be like yo i want to come to the market i want to sell this and they have three questions off the bat that they want to know okay and i'll be able to answer this very very easy yes this is how much it is yes this is the times yeah. yes this is what i advise in terms of setup yeah. three hours later a guy will call and just from the jump of communication and organization it's always been poor across the board maybe i've had like two or three that are like very organized but a guy will call and be like eh, is this insta market yes okay yes it's insta market he goes and then this is the last one uh is it a must that i pay for my table mm. you ask is it um, and information is there so it's like the practitioners are going reading analyzing everything then coming with the questions based on what you've done mm. but a guy will come and ask me questions that's number one on the on the on the page Uh, and number two, like he doesn't really know what he's calling about. Yeah, that's what I've seen. I'm trying to. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying mm. to look. That discrepancy is crazy. It's and it's vast. 55, 45 to yeah. to and nearly because what you've said is 1450 and 50, mm. which means that mm. it's 0.0 0.5. It's mm. it's like five percent. Mm. It's like five percent of that your actually vendors. Actually, convert into yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like five percent of your mm. vendors yeah. are men, mm. and for 95 are women. Yeah. As huge, that from, was huge. It's, that's it's crazy. I want to, yeah, I want to actually open it to maybe guys know why they can chip in yeah. why because I'm, I'm genuinely. Correct. And it doesn't affect you because your bag is the same. No, yeah, come on now. Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. it's that's mad. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough. Yeah, okay. I just encourage guys, man. There's a massive gap for you, even in like when we're talking about uh, podcasts. Yeah, talk about content creation. Yeah. I see the same thing. Brands will come to me and say, "There's no guys we can go to. Yeah, like we can't find any other guy. Can you suggest other guys? Because they're not putting out content as much as women are or yeah. even at that high level podcasts there's probably more women podcasts that i've seen here yeah it's than, actually than the men truth. so well, it's, it's i'm seeing it across the board so guys there's something there's going a, on actually there's a gap here that we need to yeah I'm, uh, but mm. there's there, i feel like uh we'll talk about that we'll, oh yeah that, we'll that, talk that's, about yeah, that the whole man yeah, the whole yeah. the whole thing we've noticed yeah around masculinity and like yeah. s- s- what we're seeing socially i think mm. me and you have now seen enough to go okay this mm. is a problem yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like because we're seeing we're not seeing an empowered mm. um young male generation that's like coming up aggressively and mm. pushing hard mm. Mm. i'll admit that in the professional sector i'm seeing um a slight improvement because i've worked with some really ambitious young men man mm. wow mm. they chase the bag like you've never seen yeah. but they tend to come from certain backgrounds and that's why mm. but when you look at something like insta market it's an opportunity that's very mm. accessible yeah and yeah. accessible yeah yeah so yeah i hope i just mm. hope that you know it's not taken negatively it's, oh, no, just, it's from a place of i want to see more guys yeah let's uh, push guys yeah, yeah sure. let's push and i let's, think yeah, yeah let's know why you think this is the case because yeah because uh shout out to randy styles yeah this is one of the vendors i didn't wait there. today he's one yeah. of the vendors yeah. but we'll wait in an episode yeah, he's, he's making me a two-piece actually very exciting come on um, <laughs> so as we as we as we wrap i want to i want to shout out pocket gym and let me tell you why uh-huh why. okay i was in a scenario mm. where i needed to uh tap into my fitness Yes. I needed to tap into those burpees and those sprints that we've been doing. Mm. Otherwise, um it would have been a tragic uh, ending. Mm. But luckily, luckily uh, I'm I'm asthmatic by the way. For anyone that doesn't know, I think I believe you are too. Yes. Um so naturally uh, uh I'm going I'm getting there, don't worry. Naturally when it comes to um having to react and use excessive energy in a short amount of time mm. without your inhaler prior it's not what you think I'm talking about without your inhaler prior you'll suffer an attack yeah. like you won't be able to get to where you are so let me take you to a lovely summer's day mm. in, in the beautiful city of barcelona i said i'll tell one at least one story from barcelona <laughs> as we finish <laughs> you're wondering where we're going <laughs> let's go let let's go let's just as we let me let's let the champagne finish uh let me just, 
<laughs> Let me take you to a wonder with a summer's day. Uh, me and the boys uh, were staying at the a lovely, lovely hotel. Shout yeah. out to the Hilton. It was a lovely stay. So we're there and we're all sort of on the same level. One's like a floor up, a floor down. Um, and so we had an itinerary of what yeah. we're doing, what we're doing. So one of the days we were going for a boat party. Very exciting. Ah, let's go for a boat party. Um, now, when it's a, if you're booking your own boat, then a lot of the time you've got leeway for time because it's just you guys. There's five of you. You've booked, you've paid for the captain. If you eat into your time, it's fine. You'll just, you know, yeah. you'll just have a short out on the sea. Mm. However, if it's a, a an event with 60 people, yes, it leaves at a certain time because no one's going to lose time on the sea because of you. So when we were told 2.30 is the departure time, you had to be there. Yes. At exactly They must 2:30. be in the Iberian it, it, Peninsula. This is correct. It's this is fundamental. Correct. This is correct. <laughs> this is correct. Um, so, yeah. um, so there I was. You know, yes. I got ready. And we'll, in the group chat, oh, by the way, guys, we're going this time. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I'm sat in my hotel room. Mm. And I, I was doing nothing. Yeah. I was chilling. Just I was Like ready. most Kenyans. Exactly. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> a true, it's, I've really been impacted uh, yeah, by my okay, environment. Yeah. There I was. Uh, I had my cologne on. I had my house smelling like a million. I had my linen on. Hmm. And I just sat there like this on my phone, on my phone. It completely ignoring the time was going past. Um, so I see some notifications from the group chat. I'm like, Ugh, I'm watching. I think I was on Instagram. Yeah. I swipe up, Karen, Karen, Karen. Then I get a buzz and they're like, yo, Eli, are you on the way? And I'm like, huh? I go on the group chat. Everyone is sharing, because we couldn't all get the same cap. Everyone is sharing their live locations. Everyone is on the road, yeah. on the way to the boat. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? So I, I look at my thing, I'm like, oh, I need to leave now. now. It's like 2.12. How, how many 12. minutes? It was 2.12. Oh my God. Yeah, the boat leaves at 2.30. Oh my God. The journey is 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to get there by 2.22. 2.22, right? Yeah. So I think I might just make this. Yeah. I've got, you know, I might have eight minutes uh, to, to spare. So um, immediately I jump up. Luckily, I'm showered, I'm fresh. I'm like, okay, cool. Quick check. You're still handsome. Let's go. So, <laughs> so I dash down. I dash downstairs. I sprint to the taxi guy. And I'm like, yeah, we need to go to the marina. Yeah. The guy looks at me and goes, no mask, sorry. I'm like, oh, crap. Right? Remember the time? Two. Yeah. So now it's two, maybe 2.13, right? Uh, so by the time I had the conversation with him, maybe let's call it 2.15. And I look over. I'm like, okay, say less. I'm on the ninth floor of the hotel. I know the lifts will be slow. I look across, there's a pharmacy. I'm like, if I run across the road, I grab a mask, I come back. I run to the, to the, to the pharmacy, I knock on the door. What are you wearing? Are you in flip-flops? Lin- linen and flip-flops. Sandals, oh, not the sandals, the like sandals, the Jesus sandals, yeah? yeah. No, which yeah. sandals again? <laughs> the Jesus sandals. Amen. You know, the whole, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh-huh. I've got the Red Sea ones on. Yeah. So, <laughs> He's got the whole world in his hands. What? <laughs> the Hallelujah high that... <laughs> Can't breathe. Oh, 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 well, 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 Because I have asthma. Are you ready to start this? Uh, oh, 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 my goodness. Oh. <laughs> they walk so, on waterfalls. The Judas 11th. Purchased for 30 pieces of silver. Keep going, keep going. There I was in my mandolins. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So there I was, right? Uh, so I sprint across. Uh, There's the sandals, right? Right. Uh, so I sprint to the pharmacy. Yeah. It's two o'clock. Yeah. I forget people have siesta. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I look, I look, I look over and they're like, sorry, it's siesta. They're closed. I'm like, ah, whew, actually. Okay. Yeah, go. So I'm like, okay, no worries. So I sprint back to the hotel. I go to the lift. It's like up and it's like not coming down. So I'm like, the lift's not working. Yeah. Ninth floor, is it ninth or ninth or eighth floor? So I start running up and I'm like, I get to like fourth floor and I'm like, I physically can't do this. Yeah. So I go back to the lift and luckily the lift comes down. So now we're getting to like maybe 16, 17 minutes past. Yeah. So I've got like, 17. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I finally get to my room, I run in, mask, come back out, go back to the taxi driver. The gag was that taxi driver had left. The new one, I just got in, I didn't even show the mask. He was like, oh yeah, come in. I was like, so this whole- Oh my God, what's for nothing? Yeah, that, that was a very valuable few minutes. So. I wonder and if it, he did it because he 
Anyway. Maybe yeah. yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. not talk about it. Yeah, uh-huh. it happens. It happens. Um, so um, so then I get in the cab. I'm like, cool. I said to the guy, listen, I'll tip you, but we need to get there quick. He's like, okay, say less. He didn't go any faster. Didn't go any faster. And we get now to like a, the, a road, and then there's traffic. I'm like, okay, brilliant. And I'm looking at the live location. Everyone's, of my boys. Yeah. Everyone's now at the marina, disbank, dis, uh, disbarking, and like getting out, and now walking to the boat. And so I'm like, okay. Luckily, we we managed to maneuver, and we get there now at like 28. Oh it was like 20, 28, 29. So I'm like, oh, two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. I'm like, this is risky. But I'm like, and I'm look on the group chat that they're saying, Eli, bro, I don't know if it's gonna this is gonna work for you. Like, you need to rush. So um, so I'm like, okay, cool. So we we, we run, we skid in, he parks, and he's and I'm trying to follow the pin because it's a marina, it's not like a road. So you have to, and there's different like um uh banking stations, right? So um <laughs> so so we get when he goes, this is how, how far I can go in the cab. I'm like, okay, cool. So I jump out and I sprint, right? I sprint to the end. This is why I'm shouting out Pocket Gym, because without Pocket Gym, huh. So I sprint to the end and I can see there, but from the cab, I can see there's a big boat and I'm like, that must be the boat. And I can see a queue of people that's still boarding. And now it's like 31 parts. I'm like, okay, people are still boarding. And my boy's like, yo, you might just make it, but rush. So I run and run and run and I get there and I get to the end. And then I look, but from where, where I was looking, it looked like the pavement would go straight to the boat. Yeah. What I didn't realize is there was actually a gap where there's water in between. So, so they were on the other, other side, side. And this gap is maybe, I don't know, maybe like 50 meters. So obviously there's no, there's no running and jumping. There's yeah. nothing. Um, so I talked, there's a guy in the boat, just a guy in the fisher boat. I'm like, listen, I'll give you 20 euros. Just take me from here to, there. to over there to the boat. He goes, oh, sorry, I can't, sorry, sorry. I'm like, okay, fine. Let's not argue. And I say, how do I get to the other side? And he goes, ah, you know when someone makes that noise? Yeah. <sighs> Just, ah, to... <laughs> my friend. Uh, he's like, you have to go up and round. So I'm like, yo. I look and I can see there's like six people left to like get on, but like now boarding the boat. And then I look at the tab, they're like, and I'm just getting on the group chat, hurry. And I can see my boys, one of them is 6'5". I'm like, that's him, he's not on yet. So the guy tells me I have to go all the way around, right? So now, <laughs> I look at my sandals, <laughs> I look at the distance. Jesus is the way. <laughs> And at that point, I said, <sighs> if only I can walk in water. Uh, if, only if only I could. If, if only. only I could. But me being the Downing Thomas, I had to run. <laughs> <laughs> I had to run. And like on the map, it said six minutes yeah. to get there. I'm like, six minutes. But that's walking. I'm like, mm. yeah. that means I can do it in two and a half running, right? So shout out to Pocket Gym. Because, yo, I sprinted all this back to where the cab was. I run past the cab driver. He looks at me like, oh, my God. Bear in mind, I'm a black guy in Barcelona sprinting mm. uh, in a marina in all linen. Oh I look God. like I'm doing a drug deal gone wrong because yeah. I'm like, boom, hitting the floor. So I managed to get all the way around, right? I get I get now, um, I have to go up some stairs, through a mall. My asthma was playing, it was okay. I'm like, interesting, I'm not dying. In my linen, blah, 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 blah. And then as you as you enter the marina, like uh, where they're boarding, yeah. there's like a downward, a bit of pavement. Yeah. And then there's a gate. So I look at the gate, I look at the thing, and I'm running. And you know when you run in sandals downwards? Yeah. It's really tough because it's proper slaps. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, so I, I sound like a fish on, on land, like just boop, 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 boop. Uh, And then I sprint, I can see everyone's on the boat now. And they're now trying to like, you want to take, disembark the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And my friend's like, he's there. Because they've been trying to get to the guy to like, yeah. wait for a few minutes. And like, he's there. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. So I run, I jump the gate, I don't know how, in my sandals. And I get there. <laughs> And then first of all, the guy's like, the guy's like, um, I can see them shouting, like, does he have a ticket as I'm running? And they're like, yeah, because I can't get on without the ticket. But my boy has my ticket. So he's talking to one captain. He's like, show me the ticket. And the other captain's like, okay. So then he runs. <laughs> the, the, you know, the boat slides to slow, yeah. like really slowly go. Yeah. I run and I literally had to go grab the guy's hat. And he's like, come on. And I got, and everyone's just like, Whoa! Shout out to Pocket Bro, Shout out to Pocket Shout out to Pocket Because when I got on the boat, like it looked like I'd been in the water with the amount of Sweats, sweat, yeah. And I was wearing linen, so I shouldn't have been. Sweating. And the sun is up the in the sun, sky. It was like thirty something. So, shout! Out, if I haven't watched the episode on Pocket Gym, go back to last season. But without Pocket Gym, bro, it was that moment. I would not. It was that yeah. moment. I said thank you, Cliff. Thank you, thank guys. you, thank you, Ritimi. Yeah, um, but bro, yeah. So work on your fitness. You never know it's going to yeah, come in handy. Yeah. And he did all that in yeah. his <laughs> Hallelujah twos. <laughs> the disciple twelves. Deny me three. Can <laughs> 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 I finish this episode? How many finish this episode? Sorry for oh, the way. No, <laughs> no wait, I've got no. This is horrible to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I'm so sorry. Oh, wait, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I had to listen to that. That was me. Just, oh, oh, okay, I feel like on that bombshell. Oh. We had to take a leap of faith. I can't. Oh, okay. Uh, with that, uh, guys... No, thank you. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> thank you. The wait. Thank you. We need to go. We need to go. <laughs> thank you for being sticking with us. It's going to be a very exciting season. Uh, going to be very, no more. Please. Yeah, we've grown be, in lips and bounds. <laughs> <laughs> As we cross over to the next episode. <laughs> As we cross over. <laughs> oh dear. But genuinely, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us. We're gonna we're gonna jump off, but um, it's gonna be very very exciting <laughs> season coming up. I uh, really hope you stick around and share this content. Uh, follow us on socials and thank you, Kafisi, yeah. uh, and thank you, Pogajim, for getting me on that boat. So Amen. we'll see you next week for another episode of Mantle. That's gonna be okay. blessed. Oh my goodness, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you later, guys, peace.